So, why cows don't talk? Why cows don't talk, okay? God, you're a cow. Cow says, okay. God says, your baby is a calf. Cow says, well, ask me why I'm tired after giving birth. God says, what? The cow says, well, ask me why I'm tired after giving birth. And God says, why are you tired after giving birth? The cow says, I'm decaffeinated. <laughs> decaffeinated. God's, res- <laughs> God's response. Cow, someone's lactose intolerant. Laftos. All right. Very, very cool. Well, you're welcome. If you guys are looking for seats, there's seats right here. If anybody would like to come sit up front. I don't smell. I showered this morning. I really did. That was good. Uh, today, we're going to talk about singing in the rain. Does anybody remember the song, Singing in the Rain? Have you ever heard the song, Singing in the Rain? How many of you, got, like first service is looking at me like I'm crazy. Do you know the song, Singing in the Rain? Have you ever heard it? Raise your hand if you've heard it. So some of you haven't. That's fine. Okay, cool. So Singing in the Rain, it's a, it's a beautiful song that you can sing when it's raining outside. It's been in a ton of movies. And uh, it was actually written by a guy named Fred who, who was uh, working at a music store in Seattle, right? This sounds like a cool story. And he looked out his front windows of the music store and somebody came by and they were dancing and singing in the middle of a rainstorm. And so he wrote the song, Singing in the Rain. I remember it most when we were at recess, uh, you know, first, second grade, and then the clouds would come in and it'd start the rain and a bunch of kids would start running around singing in the rain. They would say, singing in the rain. You guys remember this? Singing in the rain. Mm, What a glorious feeling and I'm happy again. Yeah. It's a fun song. I think it's fun because it relates with us. Like we, we get it, singing in the rain. We, we all walk through different areas of our life where we have opportunities to sing. You know, everything doesn't go expected and as planned. And have you ever planned an outdoor event ever in your life? I've given up in the last five years planning anything outside because, you know, sometimes you have beautiful sunny days and sometimes you have rainy days that come by. And this is life. And so the song just kind of relates with us. We can sing in the rain. We can sing in all seasons of life. We can sing when we're, you know, walking through really hard times. We can sing when we're on the mountaintops. And so Jesus invites us to live the same exact life that he lived. He invites us to, to trust in him with our lives. And so Jesus, which we're celebrating December 25th, that he came to earth, but his entire life wasn't on a mountaintop, was it? If you read the Bible, you look at how Jesus had great friendships, but then he also had friends that abandoned him. He had really good opportunities to minister the kingdom of God, but then he also had people that didn't like it. He had people that cheered him into a town in Jerusalem where he rode on a donkey's colt, and then the very next week, they're telling him, they're saying, crucify this guy. 
So he went through so many different seasons in life, and that's what we're invited into, is to live this life through different seasons, but with Jesus. He says that he's with us, he's, he's here, he's among us. That's what Emmanuel means. And so I hope by the end of this message today, you're gonna realize that you have opportunities in life right now that you can choose to sing. You can choose to praise God even in the middle of rough times. I'm hoping that we all walk away with a sense of whatever's going on in my heart, whatever's going on in my life, I'm gonna choose to praise God. That's my goal for this morning as we talk about singing in the rain. I'm gonna go ahead and pray and then we're gonna dive right into what the Bible has to say about this. Well, Lord, we just invite you to just come right now in Jesus' name. Lord, would you um, just move through anything and everything that's going on in our lives? Lord, we just wanna hear from you. You're the reason that we're here. You're the, you're the one that we're searching for, the, the unanswered questions that are going on right now, the, the different things that, um, that have brought us in the door, that we've made the trip. God, we just put that in your hands. We just say, Jesus, we wanna hear from you. So Lord, I just choose to get out of your way this morning. Um, this, is, this is your church. This is this is your word, and so Lord, would it just speak directly to everyone's heart, no matter what situation we're in, no matter what it is that we need to hear. I just love how your word is alive and it speaks directly to our hearts. And so Lord, I get out of your way. I get out of your way. Have your way, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Open our hearts, open our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're going to be looking at Acts 16, 22 is where we're going to be starting. So if you have a Bible, you want to turn there. If you don't, it'll be up here on the screen. Acts 16, what we're starting off with is in this passage, we're picking it up in verse 22. But what's happened so far is Paul and Silas are called by God to go and start churches. And so you see them do that. And, and we're walking through the, these guys that are called by God and they're doing what God had called them to do. And so they show up on the scene at this town and this lady who is filled with a spirit that was an evil spirit decided to attach herself to Paul and Silas and follow them around from, from everywhere that they went. So when they would go and preach the gospel, this lady was actually shouting, these men are men of the most high God, which sounds kind of cool at first, right? You know, could you imagine walking into work? You're working at Subway, you're like, this man's my... <laughs> roast beef. All right. So this is, this is Paul and Silas's life. Well, Paul gets so frustrated with this lady from just following him around and saying this, that he actually just turns around and just says, hey, evil spirit, get out of her right now in Jesus' name. And like the spirit leaves. Sounds like a good story for her. The problem with it is, is a lot of people were making money off of that spirit and would actually have her fortune tell for them. And so they're very upset that now she can't tell anybody's fortune. And so here's Paul and Silas. They're doing what God had called them to do. They're walking through everything that the Lord had invited them into. And here they are right here in the middle of just following God and his plan for their life. They're thrown into jail. They're hated. They're ridiculed. And so we're picking it up in verse 22, chapter 16. It says this, the crowd joined in the attacks against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. 
And after they had been severely flogged, they were thrown in the prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he had received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet to the stocks. So here we have Paul and Silas. They're thrown into jail for doing what God's called them to do. And not only are they thrown into jail, but they're thrown into the, the jail part where it's just isolation. It's an isolation chamber, and it's Paul and Silas that are thrown in there. I think it's really worth noting where they're at in the jail. Because I think that there's a lot of different seasons in our life where it feels like it's too dark for God to bring light. And so not only are they in the jail, but they're thrown into the isolation part of the jail where they're completely alone, and it seems hopeless. But you're gonna hear the power of God and what God can do in hopeless situations here in a second. But I want you, I wanna start with this, is that you never know what the Lord wants to do and there's no darkness that is too dark for the Lord to shine light. There's nothing that is too hard for God to bring hope in a hopeless, what feels like a hopeless situation. God always intervenes. There's nowhere you can go to escape the presence of God. I love that, that David says that in Psalms 139. He says, where can I go from your presence? Where can I hide from your, from your face, from your voice? You can't hide from God. He will rescue you. He will, he, he will come after you. And so we start with Paul and Silas when in a, what feels like a very hopeless situation. And we're gonna keep reading. Let's read the very next verse. It says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. In the hardest of times, in the, in the deepest part of a jail, for doing what God had called you to do, what did they decide to do? Sing praises to God. In tough seasons, sing praises to the Lord. Their hearts were, were so radical that they were like, okay, I'm gonna take this opportunity to praise the Lord. And I just think of the other jailers, right? The, the other prisoners that were there with them. It says after midnight. Like, what are these guys doing up so late? Do they got something better in their jail cell? Are they being fed? Like, are they being taken care of better? Why do they have a reason to praise? Why are they singing? I love that verse, how it says, and the other prisoners were listening. You can hear them down the hall. It's midnight. Just hear their voices praising God. He's a good, good father. It's who he is. It's who he is. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm and louder and louder you're gonna hear my praises roar 
And up from the mountains, hope will arise. Because death is defeated, the king is alive. You hear them? You hear them? Their, their ears are tuned in. What's going on in there? How are they able to sing? Verse 26 says this, in the middle of their praise, in the middle of their worship, in the middle of singing in a storm, suddenly there was, a, a, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And at once the prisoner doors flew open and everyone's chains fell loose. Can you guys say Everyone. And everyone's chains fell loose. Not only Paul, not only Silas, but the entire prison was so shaken by the power of God that everyone's chains fell loose and all the prisoner doors were open. Because they chose to sing in the middle of a storm without knowing what's gonna happen next, not knowing what tomorrow brings, but this is the situation that I'm in right now and I'm gonna choose to praise God. And everyone's chains fell loose. And check this out. This is, this is where I want to end. The jailer woke up, and when he saw that the prison doors were open, he drew out his sword because he was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. Don't harm yourself. We're all here. This is where I want us to land today. Why in the world are people hanging out in the prison when their chains are loose, when the doors are open? It doesn't make sense. Why didn't Paul and Silas take this opportunity, quick run for the hills? <laughs> Let's get out of this prison while we can. And here's why. Because Paul and Silas Sing in the rain. God was using them in the middle of that. They don't need to escape to the next thing. They don't need to run out of there. This is where you have me, God. I'm not gonna run away from this situation. In fact, I'm just gonna choose to sing in it. That's a mind shift. That's a total kingdom mind shift where we're like, oh, I need refuge. I gotta run to the next thing. No, God wants to use your situation right now that you run to him and you choose to sing to him right here in that. So when, when, when it's pouring outside and we're leaving comfort, we're leaving this place and we're going to our cars, what I'm saying is, is that there's an opportunity there to find God in the middle of the rainstorm, even when it's uncomfortable. Paul and Silas didn't have to leave because they knew that God was gonna use them right where they were at, right in the middle of the jail cell. Right in the middle of the rain. And so they chose to stay. We don't need to run. We don't need to hide. This is our life. As we continue believing in the goodness of God in the middle of difficult times, in the middle of being treated unfair, in the middle of flat tires, in the middle of foreclosures, in the middle of circumstances with our kids, in the middle of our family, we continue to sing because he is still good.
even in the middle of all that. We're not looking for what's next, but we're taking the opportunity, we're taking the time right here, right now, God, this is what I'm in right now, and I'm gonna choose to praise you right in the middle of this. As we choose to praise God, the atmosphere changes. All of a sudden, hope starts rising. And this is what's so cool is not only the atmosphere of our life changes, but the atmosphere of our work, the atmosphere of our family, the atmosphere of our house. It starts to change because we choose to praise God right in the middle. Some of us might think, okay, well, Paul and Silas were, you know, rock stars of the faith, and they really are, right? Paul and Silas are just men filled with the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that resides inside of us, the same Holy Spirit that is available to us because of the blood of Jesus Christ, the one that lives inside of us, is the same Holy Spirit that gave them the power to sing in the middle of the storm. It's that same Holy Spirit. God dwells within us. God's not afraid. God's not hopeless. So as, as we walk through different things, as we want to sing in the middle of the storm, I'm not saying like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you can do this. What I'm saying is the Holy Spirit inside of you is going to sing. It's going to sing. He's, he's, he's available. He's going to give you strength. And a lot of times when we think of the Holy Spirit, I just want to, a lot of times when we think of the Holy Spirit, we think of speaking in tongues you guys ever, has anybody ever heard of like speaking in tongues, a prayer language between us and God? We think of that, right? When you think of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes that seems like that's the loudest thing of the Holy Spirit. The loudest thing in the, of the Holy Spirit, the loudest gift the Holy Spirit can give you is your life. It's not speaking in tongues. Your prayer language, like that seems like it's, it's loud, but the loudest thing that you are living out is your life for God. Your life for the Lord. That's the loudest thing. Like my, my mic just got really loud because I said that. <laughs> is this a trick? It's the loudest thing that we can live out. So Paul and Silas are men filled with the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God inside them gives them peace. How many of you need peace? Gives them love. How many of us could use more love for others? Gives them joy. Gives them long-suffering, gentleness, kindness. Does anybody want some kindness? When you get behind the wheel of your car. Come, Holy Spirit. Give me kindness. Is that person drinking a latte and texting? What is going on? We need the Holy Spirit. It's available to all of us. When we're filled with the Spirit, we can sing in storms. Can I have the worship team come up? I believe God is raising a people that'll sing in the rain. 
He's creating a culture of people that won't be moved by life circumstances. He's building a church that'll praise him in the middle of storms. In the middle of uh, seeking comfort, we will continue to seek comfort in Jesus. Not comfortability in our life, but comfortability in I need Jesus Christ. God, you are my comfort, you're my everything. This is what the Lord's doing. This is what he's doing in you. So today, what I'd love for us to do is to see opportunities that God has right in front of us right now that we wanna escape. The opportunities that are right ahead of us, maybe it's a tough situation, maybe if it's a difficult conversation you need to have. Maybe it's some family opportunities that, that the Lord's put us like right in the middle of raining to see, start seeing opportunities that we wanna escape and we wanna run for comfort and we wanna run to the hills, but take those opportunities and say, God, I'm gonna choose to praise you right in the center of this opportunity. To start to see circumstances as opportunities to praise God. To change that mind shift that, Lord, whatever's going on in my life, I'm gonna actually take it to praise you, Lord. Whether it's a mountaintop or whether it's a valley or whether I'm in the desert and I don't know where to go, I'm gonna choose to praise you in all of life situations. That's what the Lord wants to do in us, to raise up people like Paul and Silas that'll sing in the middle of the jail. And the reason is, is this, is not only does it do something to us, but it changes the atmosphere of your work. It changes the atmosphere of the people that you've been praying for. It changes the atmosphere. People's chains became loosed and the doors came open because people chose to sing and praise God in the middle of a jail cell. Everyone was freed. Everyone. So as we sing this song, guys, what I'd love for us to do is no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what what you like brought you in, no matter where it's at that you're like, you know what, I'd love to just escape this. I wanna talk about finances real quick too. If you're just in a ton of financial pressure and it feels like pressure right now, if that's you too, I just invite you to just sing your heart out to the Lord. Yeah, God, I'm gonna to choose to just trust you right in the middle of this too. So would you guys stand up? Let's just raise a hallelujah to God. Let's just raise our voices to the Lord. Just sing our hearts out.